Hey guys, quick trigger warning. This episode contains explicit discussion of sex, molestation, sexual assault, pedophilia, suicide. Um, Believe it or not, it's a real laugh riot. But if any of those things are triggers for you, I suggest you don't listen and just tune in next week because we've got some pup dates with Rob Love and we're talking about soup. And nobody is triggered by soup. Enjoy. Hey, welcome to Sex, Drugs, and Spirituality. I'm Sydney DeLorean. I'm here with Ben James. How's it going, Ben? What's up? It's going good. It's so exciting to have you back on the show. Um, Okay, first of all, up top, let's talk about how you started a a conspiracy theory podcast. Um, Let's plug that right off the bat. What is your podcast called? It's called What They Want You to Think, a conspiracy podcast with Ben James. And I try to post every Tuesday and Thursday, but I'm working two full-time jobs, so I don't always post every Tuesday and Thursday. But basically, it's a conspiracy theory podcast where we do a different theory each episode. Um, It's really good. One of the things I like about it is most uh, conspiracy theory podcasts, it's just like a bunch of dudes yelling. Yeah. (laughs) And they're like, they're too worked up to uh, get you through the material, but you're super chill and you're just like, hey, y'all, check this out. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I'm loving it so far. There's been a couple, there's been two main episodes. You put a little mini bonus thing up um, and they're all amazing. I love it. Yeah, thank you for that. And Um, um, Rob is going to be on sometime soon to do a 9-11 episode. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, Rob love uh, loves yelling uh, to his daughter about how 9-11 was an inside job, so I can't wait to hear his theories fully fleshed out. Um, yeah, I'm super excited for it. Um, and so you, uh, because you, are, you love conspiracy theories, you're a research champ, um, you are going to talk to me about Jeffrey Epstein, which I'm so excited about because I don't know anything... I know this name has been in the headlines. I don't know anything about this fucking dude. I have no idea what's going on. And I had no idea where to jump in in the coverage of this story because it's it's like it's just too much has happened. Like, yeah, for sure. where do I begin to learn about it? Mm-hmm. Um, so so where, who is like, who is this guy? What's he doing? Where did he come from? Oh, shit. Sorry, my AirPod um, died on me. Yeah, I got you. (laughs) No worries. We are having, just so the listeners know what we go through to put out quality content, we are having a struggle bus morning today. Ben's car almost exploded. Right. I had this, the first recording attempt we made, I forgot to press record because I'm half asleep. And then I had to run out of the room to shit. And then I smashed my finger. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And now we're back because we're dedicated to providing quality content. It's just, I am high as fuck. (laughs) 
Thank God someone is. I'm not there yet. I am drinking a, maybe they want to sponsor me, a highball energy drink. It's sparkling energy water, zero calories, zero sugar, no added sweeteners. Um, it's kind of like the White Claw of energy drinks. Um, okay. Yeah. I am drinking Ning Da Kratom, and I just smoked two dabs from my plug Reggie. <laughs> 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 fuck yeah oh yeah <laughs> um all right so who who the fuck is jeffrey epstein okay so jeffrey epstein's like this monster like businessman but he also ran like a sex rink where he was trafficking underage girls and like all kinds of other shit like terrible man okay so he started out as like um you said he like he call it like rich kid Mm -hmm. college dropout yeah because he only went to like two years of high school or two years of college but then he dropped out to teach at a private ivy league prep school so i guess i don't yeah i don't know how you do that with no college degree but if maybe if you're rich and charming enough or is this the era where you could lie about having a college degree um I used to know this. Uh, he was the he touted himself as the world's oldest gay Canadian rapper, Space mm-hmm. Alien Donald. May he rest in peace. But he was from he was so old that like when he moved to America from Canada, he just told people he had a degree. He didn't Are actually we just gonna brush over that sentence without explaining it? What the world's oldest gay Canadian rapper? Yes. <laughs> um, so Space Alien Donald, he was kind of a fixture in the Phoenix like art and music scene. Um, he bought a house for some artists to live in uh, under the condition they ran it as a venue. Um, uh, maybe I'll put up a picture of him on the Instagram. He passed away a couple years ago. Um, but he had worked his career as a scientist. He just moved to the U.S. from Canada. He said he had, you know, a doctorate in science and he worked as a scientist his whole career. And he used to always tell young people, he'd go, you don't have to go to college. You just say that you went to college. (laughs) And I would always say, well, Donald, it's different now. People can check. Um, that is he the was, best thing I have ever heard. Yeah, he was very adamant about it. He's like, yeah, you don't just say you went, save your money, just start making, you know, start making money instead of spending it on college. Um, but is yeah, he, the he same was the guy that made the um, the moon is a spaceship song. No, uh, that is a Matt Farley joint. Matt Farley is. Um, still alive and well in Danvers, Massachusetts. He's the poop song guy. Um, okay, from the Alexa li- speaker. What? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, uh, I I would consider Matt Farley a friend of mine. Now I went to the Motern Media Extravaganza, and so uh, we're friends. And you can listen to his uh, Motern Media infomercial podcast. Um, but yeah, he's the he has twenty thousand songs. Donald only had like twenty. Um, okay. But yeah, he was. Uh, maybe I can find some of his songs to repost because uh, he was he was a treasure for sure. Um, yeah. People get really sad about him every year, like on the anniversary of his passing. Like, man, uh, he was like the I don't know. He's like the granddad to all the weird art kids in Phoenix. Um, yeah, that's so, yeah, how so me j- and my friends get every November. When our little peep Steph comes around. You're just like, man, we lost one. Yeah. 
it's weird. There's like uniting figures, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah, so Jeffrey Epstein's maybe in that like rich guy category where they're just like, yeah, you're smart. You can teach at this school. He was also in the category that he was a wealthy white male in America and like he could do whatever he wanted to. That's true. That's like your pass to do anything or go anywhere. Yeah. It's your all access passport to uh, really any job you want, I think. Yeah. Um. So he's teaching at this high school. He's a mm-hmm. math teacher. Yeah, he's a math teacher. And like people described him as like Robin Williams character from No Country for Old Men. No. no. That's not it. What, what's the name of the movie? <laughs> Where he's teaching the kids. Yeah. I cannot. People are screaming at their radios right now. It's I not Good Will Hunting, is it? No, there's one where he's teaching at like a private boys school. Um, but I can't remember what that one's called. Oh, uh, shit. It's going to bother me the whole time. No, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Robin Williams. <laughs> Teacher movie thank god i'm not the only one who's googled this before dead poet society okay yeah i don't know why i was thinking no country for old men i love it though that's (laughs) he's a lot like robin williams in no country for old men um (laughs) so he's like standing on chairs and inspiring the youth people are people love him they're like what a great educator yeah he would like go on rants about like math and about like figures and formulas and stuff and like how they related to like modern day society um i mean i'm just feeling hateful and triggered right now because we're gonna get into him being a fucking pedo but um there is a personality type that um does very well as a pedophile because they're charming Mm -hmm. and enchanting and like uh, the stepdad who raised me, who I found out uh, in recent years was a pedophile, um, mm-hmm. he had that personality type where it was like a little bit manic. And yeah. like we in the household knew that he was a monster, but outsiders just thought, like, oh, look at this like dynamic figure. And they're so enchanted and charmed by him. And so I'm already seeing these traces of like, yeah, he's the fucking Pied Piper that's going to lead if, if uh, you know, the rats were children. Yeah. There, there's an analogy there, but like, fuck this guy. Oh, yeah. Um, fuck Jeffrey Epstein. So he's teaching. People love him. He's like a math wizard. Yeah. And then there was this parent of a child that was like really good friends with him. And he was like, what the fuck are you doing teaching? When, like, you could be on Wall Street with us. Which kind of gives you an idea of, like, what Wall Street thinks of teachers in America. Well, it's... Yeah, it's what everyone thinks of teachers because, like, why would you contribute to society when you could make money? Because teachers don't get paid. I assume Mm -hmm. at this private school he was getting paid better than, like, if he taught at the public school system, but probably still not a lot of money. Yeah, which well, I'm like not sure because I went to like a pretty pristine private high school, and our teachers got paid less than the public schools did. No, because we had less funding. 
Oh my God. Well, Jesus. It's just bullshit. I always say, I always say like, look at how, because I'll have like, I've had some rich ass Republicans at my bar who like, I've heard them talking about, you know, oh, well, these teachers never work. They take summers off, blah, 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 blah. Like, mm-hmm. I, they have actively been engaging in a conversation about how they don't believe in paying teachers more or funding schools. And they'll tip me 30% on their bill. Like, and these people had these people had a $200 bill. I'll just give this one specific scenario. So these mm-hmm. people came, they get drunk, they have a $200 bill, they tip me 60 bucks. And the whole time they're talking about how they don't want to pay teachers. And I'm like, I don't know. That's just like your fucking kids. Like, yeah, I'm at the time I was driving a newer sports car. I'm like, I look at what I'm driving and look at what your fucking kids teachers are driving. Mm-hmm. Like, does that seem right to you? And I, it's for me, I think I'm personally triggered because I wish I could be a teacher. Yeah. I just can't afford to take that pay cut. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's fucking bullshit. So these Wall Street people are like, why would you be slaving away when you could yeah. be making money, Manhattan money? Mm-hmm. And later on in his life, he had the highest, um, like the most expensive private estate in Manhattan. Stop it. Yeah, he had like a nine story mansion in Manhattan. Dude. That's yeah. yeah, that's billionaire level. Mm-hmm. Beyonce yeah. and Jay don't have that. Right. Actually, they might now. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> they may. But, I, um, yeah, I don't know if they own their own tower. I think last I checked, they had a couple floors in a building. But like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so he like left teaching because he's a greedy monster. And mm. he started working at um, Bear Stearns. Which is like a super fucking shady industry. Not industry, a corporation. Yeah, I know the name Bear Stearns, which I assume means they've gotten into trouble. Yeah. I think they were part of the largest Ponzi scheme in history. That might be that might be where I know it from. Was that Bernie Mac's company or whatever? Bernie Mac Bernie <laughs> <laughs> I meant Bernie Made <laughs> Wait, who's Bernie Mac? <laughs> Bernie Mac is a comedian who died. May he rest in peace. Oh my God. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bernie Mac, just for the record, Bernie Mac has never done anything wrong that I am aware of. He, Bernie Madoff did a lot of bad things. Yeah, I do know Bernie Madoff. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay, so um, Jeffrey Epstein was working at Bear Stearns. And he started off at, like, the lowest position as a junior assistant to a trader on the New York Stock Exchange. Mm-hmm. And then over four years, he became a senior trader and a full partner at the corporation. So that's pretty, like, that's, I think, what they say they describe as a meteoric rise. Yeah. <laughs> that's no, a pretty- this man, like, beat the game. Yeah. Like, nobody comes up that fast. But here's like a guy stay as junior assistants for like 10 or 15 years. This is a guy who has learned how to cheat the system. And there is a certain type of person who I believe the psychology is criminally minded where like they're mm-hmm. always looking for ways to cheat the system. 
And I, example number one, he dropped out of college, but still was able to become a teacher. Like, mm-hmm. and so they're always looking for shortcuts. You know, they're the type yeah. of person who like doesn't want to like lose weight by diet and exercise. They need to. Well, I had a friend who would just do meth for three days to drop a couple lbs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're just always like <laughs> looking for these like weird shortcuts. Like, I could. Um, you know, make money by having a job and going to that uh, steadily for a long time, or I could rob a bank. And I just, so when somebody has a rise this quickly, listen, Mm -hmm. benefit of the doubt. Are you that talented and you're that good and that's what happened? Or did you find little cheats at corners and go, oh, okay. Like you're making deals that are shady or risky and that's why you're doing so well. Yeah, typically whenever young people come up so quickly in either politics or business like crimes have been committed yeah like i get a strong like dick cheney vibe when i think of jeffrey epstein okay i can see that yeah and dick cheney is pure evil is he still alive i don't know i can't remember i feel like he is okay that makes sense he's dead to me yeah dead to me (laughs) (laughs) uh Okay, so he was, like, moving up in Bear Stearns. People really liked him because he was able to find tax loopholes and, like, avoid taxes. So, like, everybody was loving him for that. Yeah, rich rich people hate paying taxes. Yeah, for sure. He was also good friends with Donald Trump, who doesn't pay his taxes. Yeah, he's he sucks he's like the worst and i don't know like if you um are constantly going bankrupt and reporting losses on your businesses you don't have to pay taxes um and so donald trump claims to be wealthy but his suits look cheap as fuck so Mm -hmm. i'm not even certain he has money yeah and jeffrey epstein and trump were like best friends Oh, gee. The weird thing is, Jeffrey Epstein, I'm basing this on one picture that I've seen. Mm -hmm. He seems like a put-together guy. Yeah. And Trump is a fucking mess. Listen, Mm -hmm. I went to fashion school. I base everything on how your suits fit you. And so... So yeah. I can't see them as being friends because usually people who run in the same circles have the same level of like class and style. Um, but maybe I need to look up more pictures of Jeffrey Epstein to see like, how, how's this guy dressing? Mm-hmm. Well, there was this party that Jeffrey Epstein hosted for Trump and like it's documented. There's pictures of it. And there were 38 people that attended. It was Jeffrey Epstein, Donald Trump and 36 19 year old girls. No. Yeah. Those two guys and 36 19-year-old girls. Mm-hmm. And, like, they um, called it, like, an audition for a calendar girl shoot, but, like, it wasn't. When was this? What year was this? Um, I believe this was, like, early 90s. Dude, that's so fucking gross. Yeah. And, like, that man's the president. Here, here's the thing. I know I'm friends with a lot of men. I have a lot of male friends. And as hot or sexy as like a 19 year old is, and like dudes can admit it, like, hey, dude, she's hot. She's smoking, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know any of my male friends who would go, yeah, I want to hang out in a room with 36 19 year olds. Yeah. Like that's most of my male friends, like, 
you know, like red blooded, hot blooded boner having male friends would be like, no, dude, I don't want to fucking hang out in a room with 36, 19 year olds. Yeah. Like they're hot. I don't know that I even want to like be around one of them for any amount of time. Mm -hmm. And so the only reason to do this is if you're an extreme perv who's you're fucking them. Yeah, for sure. You are you are there and you are fucking all these chicks because you see them as objects and not people. Mm-hmm. Gross. Yeah. This man is a monster. But, what um, are the odds that Epstein was like diddling students when he was a teacher? Like that he was a pedophile and he was a teacher to get access to stu- to young people. Um, I didn't see anything on that in my research, but I would not doubt it. Yeah. I believe the school was an all-boys school, but that doesn't dismiss anything. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, back to his business, he left Bear Stearns after just four years to make his own company called the J. Epstein & Co. in Mm -hmm. 1982. So he was 29 at the time. And he has his own trading firm in New York. Yeah. And there were, like, all these things that you had to do to be able to be partners with Epstein. Okay, what did you have to do to be partners with him? Okay, so Jeffrey Epstein was like a wealth management officer, but Mm -hmm. he also was the primary financial architect to all of his clients. And that means that um, his clients had to sign over every penny that they had to Jeffrey Epstein. Like, they aren't allowed to diversify their investments. Like, they can't invest some with him, some with someone else, which I think when you're uh, investing, like, in terms of planning your future, like, oh, I don't want to work for money. I just want to make my money work for me. You diversify your investments because that way, if something goes wrong with one, all your eggs aren't in one basket. Like, but he says, no way. Give mm-hmm. me everything, and if you don't, you can't invest with me. Yeah, and a lot of his clients willingly did that because they wanted to like not feel guilt for what their money was being invested into. Um, does and that prob- make sense? Yeah, and probably what he does is say, "Okay, well, you want to invest with me because um, I'm showing such high returns for my clients." Mm-hmm. Um, And the only way you can get a shot at having these high returns is to only invest with me. And they're like, oh, okay. So if I went with these other firms that are showing like, you know, three, four percent returns, then I can't invest some with him and get these like, you know, astronomical returns. Yeah. And his clients had to have a minimum of one billion dollars in their portfolios, which is insane. Yeah. And there's even stories of people being turned away because they came up to Epstein and they were like, we have $800 million and we would love to be your partner. And he was like, no way. Oh my God. And so this becomes like a status thing, I'm sure, in the rich people world because there Mm -hmm. aren't that many billionaires. So like, you don't need to tell people I'm a billionaire. You just go, oh, you know, well, I, I, I signed on with Epstein and co. And they're like, oh shit, we know what that means. Yeah. Like, there was one more thing that these clients had to do. They had to sign over their power of attorney to Epstein. Like, so he has total control over anything they, they, they do financially. Yeah. And medically and anything else like 
power of attorney is like like full power of attorney yeah full power of attorney that's insane yeah there's even a story of one of his clients being sick and epstein signing over a 70 million dollar home to himself from the dying patient and this is like in the early 90s that he's doing this shit yeah this is where I just don't understand because that's that's cr- that is criminal activity. That's what all these fucking we talked about it on the um, Starvation Heights episode where these you know they would starve people to death at their sanitarium after mm-hmm. having the people sign over power of attorney. Like that's like some old timey crime. That is yeah. some turn of the century crime where you would find like sickly people or whatever and get them to um, sign over power of attorney. Um, all these. Oh, last podcast on the left just covered Belle Gunnis and she would do that. She was, you know, it would take in borders and uh, get them to sign over power of attorney and then she'd poison them and feed them to her pigs or whatever. Like, oh shit. Was she the lady from like Germany or somewhere? Yeah, she was, uh, it wasn't Germany. It was like Sweden or something. Yeah. But, but yeah, she was a real brute of a lady that would murder people and feed them to her pigs and take over their wealth like so that it's just that's like some old timey that is it's such an old timey crime that like we're usually on to it now like sign if someone in your life has signed over power of attorney to a non-relative crime criminal yeah. activity mm-hmm. uh let alone a 70 million dollar house which mm-hmm. is like it's nickel and diming, right? You're getting, yeah. you have all these billionaire investors. So like stealing someone's $70 million house is kind of small potatoes to you, but he couldn't help himself. Yeah. Like if yeah. you have like billions and billions of dollars, like that's just pocket change. Yeah. It's so stupid. It, You know what it is? It's like the equivalent of like taking a dead, taking a wallet off a dead body. Like why mm-hmm. even bother? Yeah. And I don't even have one home yet. But once I get one home, I couldn't imagine living in more than two. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. You can only sleep in one bed. That's right. What are you going to do with with all that stuff? I'm never Mm going to own a home. So I just, listen, dare to dream. But I don't, I don't, in this economy, I don't think it's going to happen for me. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like I'm never going to become a homeowner, but I will be a van owner (laughs) soon enough. Exactly, because that's all these like trend pieces who that are like millennials are uh, in droves are flocking to the RV lifestyle. They're such minimalists like life on the earth. It's like, okay, well, we actually don't have any. We don't have like the option really of buying homes. So as to like when my mom bought her first home at 23 out of college, like Mm -hmm. that's not happening for us. Like, so the equivalent, I mean, economically my mom buying a home at 23 cost her as much as like us buying a nice RV. Yeah. (laughs) Like those are the economical equivalents. So like we are the RV generation, not because we're inherently so full of wanderlust, but um, because that is our option. But then also mm-hmm. then we we know how to make a positive spin on it. And then it's like, okay, well, if I can't buy a home, let me buy a really sweet van and I'll get to see the country in it. Yeah, for sure. So I'm excited for you and your van. I'm, I just, I am uh, stoked to follow you on this journey. Yeah, for um, sure. And buy a t-shirt. Everyone should go buy a t-shirt so I can buy a van. 
Yeah, dude, go to Skate and Make Co. <laughs> buy a T-shirt, buy a mug, uh, buy buy out the fucking store so that Ben can buy a van, um, and you can live vicariously through him and his van life. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so back to Epstein, right? Yes. Okay, so he was coming up in his company, and he was making billions of billions of dollars. Um, nobody really knows who his clients were. But we know that he was very well connected with Donald Trump and Bill and Hillary Clinton. Oh, yeah, because this is when they weren't enemies. Yeah. They're this is back when Trump was going to every um, wedding. Um, are you going to do an episode one day about like the Clinton conspiracies and scandals on your show? Oh, yeah. Well, next season, season two, I'm hoping mm-hmm. to do an Illuminati season. Yeah. And like do a different episode each week about the Illuminati. Oh, I cannot wait. Yeah, for sure. And like we all know the Clintons are all up in the Illuminati. Yeah, it's weird because when I was um when I was young in junior high, like all I would hear was about how they were like these evil people, they were Illuminati. I mean, I grew up super churchy, but it was like mm-hmm. th- the what I would hear in the ether when I was young was like, oh, they were these, you know, Illuminati political players, blah, blah, blah. And then um, because Hillary was up against Trump in the election, she became this sainted figure where she all of a sudden like her past was washed away and people yeah. were like, oh, my God, she's so great and like she is a beautiful speaker and politician and stuff when put up against trump but i think people kind of forgot that like her and her husband have a really dark past i mean i did vote for her but that bitch is shady as fuck yeah listen i voted for her too i don't know what the fuck i'm doing in the next election that is you know i'm not i'm not gonna stop voting but all like Mm. every i never I never walk away from voting going, that was good. Oh my God. I hope Joe Biden does not get the nomination. Yeah. What's up with that? I mean, he's skinny Uh, now, but everything else about him. Oh, he's a fucking predator. Yeah. Uh, Do you like that? I had to say, oh, I had to say something positive about him where I'm like, he got thin. Yeah, he got thin. (laughs) He's still a predator though. He's, He's a predator, but he looks much better in suits. Trump is overweight and a predator, so so yeah. Biden so, has that on him. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that's trying. We we are trying to find the prettiest turd in the outhouse here on the SDS uh, podcast. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So he's so Epstein. He's friends with Trump. He's friends with the Clintons. They're partying mm-hmm. together. Yeah. And, like, Epstein is raking in millions and millions upon millions of dollars. So, like, when you become a billionaire, like, you start buying things that you want, right? Mm-hmm. So, this man was investing in real estate and buildings. And he had buildings, like, all over Manhattan and New York. New York's in Manhattan, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've Manhattan's never been. <laughs> a, one of the five boroughs of New York City. Okay. It's and the main one where like, all the money is. Okay, that makes sense. But he also had like a ton of buildings in um California. Okay, so he's but like he, the yeah. highest real estate markets in the world. He's buying up. Yeah, but he also bought islands. Like Stop. he bought a whole ass island. 
I can't. I'm yeah. like I'm I'm just filled with rage. Dude, I all I want to buy is like two acres on a small lake in the Midwest. You know what right. I'm saying? I just want to I'm trying to buy $200,000 worth of po- property and this fucking asshole like billions. It's not fair. I'm not saying I'm a socialist. I'm just saying like it's not fair that like one person can own so much and then there are people who will never own anything. Yeah. You know oh, what I'm I saying? I am saying I'm saying I'm a socialist. <laughs> DM me like I want it all. Um I yeah, I have to I, you Rob, Rob and I, you know, say a lot of disclaimers, you know, just to be like we we support capitalism. We love <laughs> it. Don't come for us. This is show is for entertainment purposes only mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah i don't smoke dabs the character ben james smokes dabs on the daily that's right now you're ben james it. does not <laughs> <laughs> um as rob would say kill all the bankers <laughs> oh yeah we love that about rob right <laughs> um okay so epstein has He's got, he's a real estate mogul. He's a Wall Street mogul. He is mm-hmm. hobnobbing. He has um, uh, used his uh, charm to work his way into the highest echelons of American society and global politics. Yeah. And his island in the Virgin Islands, he called it Little St. Jeffrey. Stop it. But like all of his friends called it Pedophile Island. And this is dating back to, like, the 90s? Yeah, it was, like, an open secret. Stop it! Yeah, because he and Trump were at Mar-a-Lago, and apparently Epstein was, like, fucking towel girls, and Trump was like, you gotta get out of here. Like, I know what you're doing is wrong, but, like, I don't want any part of it on my property. So, like, you can do whatever you want, just not here. Okay, so Donald Trump kicked mm-hmm. this dude because mar-a-lago is um trump's like private estate right is it an island or it's just like a private i think it's just a country club i'm not so, really sure but if trump kicks you off of his property because he thinks what you're doing is wrong and at least here's the thing about trump he is pretty open actually i would say he is the most open person ever um, and that's why we why he's so easy to hate because everything bad about him he's public about he grabs yeah. him by the pussy and so if someone who is openly of low morals and objectifies women kicks you off of his property because he thinks what you're doing is wrong then what you are doing is really really bad um, oh fuck I'm gonna read this quote that I have in my notes okay it's from Donald Trump when somebody asked him about Jeffrey Epstein And Trump said, I've known Jeff for 15 years. Terrific guy. He's lots of fun to be with. It is even said that he likes beautiful women as much as I do, and many of them are on the younger side. No doubt, Jeffrey enjoys his social life. When is that quote from? That was from 2002 in a New York article. So is that, uh, that's after he's kicked Epstein off his estate? Um, I'm not sure. So we don't know where in the timeline that is, but like, he's like fucking, he's fucking chicks on Trump's estate, but they're probably underage and Trump's like, you gotta go, dude. Like, mm-hmm. what, what have I taught you? They have to be at least 19. Yeah. 
There can be 36 of them, but they have to be 19. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, Trump is terrible. So is Epstein. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) All right. He also bought a plane. And this wasn't like the nickname for it. This was his name for it. He called his plane the Lolita Express. No. And Bill Clinton rode on the Lolita Express 22 times. Stop it. Yeah. Okay. If somebody, like, that's not, he. he's not even being secretive about what he's doing. It is a, a form of transportation named Lolita Express. He is trafficking girls on this plane. Yeah. And if I were in politics, if I were to ha- trying to have any sort of, like, public image, you know what I wouldn't do is step one foot on a plane called the Lolita Express. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I'd just be like, no, dude, my image matters. I can't get on that plane. Yeah. Let me get on a Southwest plane. They have great rates. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, I've never even been on a plane 22 times. Yeah. I, I, well, maybe by the time I die, I will have. But, like, it might take me a lifetime to fly 22 times. Mm-hmm. Jesus fucking Christ. Um... Yeah, the Lolita Express. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Okay, so do you want to get into, like, his first time in jail? Yes. Okay. So, on March 2000, uh, yeah, 2005, this woman contacted Florida's Palm Beach Police Department and said that Epstein had molested her um, stepdaughter, who was 14 years old at the time, in his mansion and then paid her $300 to, like, okay. keep quiet. How did his 14, the 14-year-old stepdaughter end up at Epstein's mansion? Epstein, like, had these people that were, like, his assistants, but they would go out to, like, private country clubs and, like, bars and stuff and tell these young girls that if they wanted to make some money, they could come to Epstein's house and give him a massage no. Yeah. They're recruiting children at country clubs. Mm-hmm. They're recruiting yeah. children for him. And they mm-hmm. know it's not just a massage. Yeah, because this- there's like dozens and dozens of stories. Like the first time he went to jail, 36 girls testified. And this is in 2005. Yeah. I'm furious. I am furious. Yeah. And for and three hundred dollars, dude, you mm-hmm. go to a country club, so your your parents are loaded. What the fuck do you need three hundred dollars for? Also, he's a millionaire. I believe that the girls were working at the country club. Oh, so they're a little scrappy on the outsides of the rich. They're on the outside looking in. Yeah, they were like towel girls and like waitresses and stuff. So this is one of those states. It's different. I think in Arizona, you have to be 16 to work. But other states, you have to be 14 to get a work permit. So yeah, this was in Florida. Okay, maybe you you only have to be 14 to work there. Um, And yeah, and who knows? Maybe he set up an estate there just because of this reason. Like, because yeah. you can be, work at 14. Um, mm-hmm. But also, he's a fucking billionaire. You have to pay, like, you're paying girls $300 to molest them. Fuck yeah. you. Fuck you. $20,000. Like, well, in his home, he had, like, a massage room. 
Mm-hmm. And he would like pay the girls like, oh, I'll give you 200 if like you massage my legs. And I'll give you like 300 if you like take my towel off. Oh and like he, he raped this one 14 year old girl and gave her a thousand dollars. Okay. So a thousand dollars for rape. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. It's a I fucking monster. Him. Yeah. I fucking hate him. Okay, so he went to court, and he was obviously found guilty because he molested 36 girls, probably more. And he was sentenced to 13 months in prison. That's it? And that's it, 13 months. And the way that they, like, sentenced him, they said that he was the only one that had done wrong, so his assistance couldn't be held, um, what's the word? Like, responsible or yeah, accountable or whatever? Be. Yeah, they couldn't be held responsible for recruiting girls because he was taking, like, all the blame and serving his 13 months. Yeah, but, like, they were recruiting it. There are, like, I don't even know, like, listen, I'm an idiot, but I know there's the thing called, like, RICO laws that they use to persecute organized crime, and, like, that's what this was. This was an organized pedophile ring. Had they wanted to, I guess it's a lot harder to to prove those things, so, like, the RICO laws aren't pulled out often, but, like, this is obviously a... This is organized crime. This isn't a single person. This is an operation that's happening. Yeah, like this is a true conspiracy in the word. Like yeah. it's not even a theory. Like there are multiple people involved. Like this is a conspiracy. So, like, and crazy. he is 13 months. Yeah. And do you know what he was doing during those 13 months? Oh, I bet he was trading stocks. Oh, yeah. He was for six days a week. He left for 12 hours to go to his company. Okay, so he's not even really in jail, jail. He's in work no. release. Yeah. Jesus. And like, I had you a know friend rich go people to, have a different jail. I had a friend go to prison for 12 months for getting two DUIs. Like, not mm-hmm. even extreme DUIs. I get it. I'm not going to excuse her crime. Like, drinking and driving is bad. But um, they do a thing out here where you do, like... You, if you get a DUI, you serve a sentence, but most of it is suspended. And then she got a second one and she did all the shit they said she had to do to like not go back to jail, but they decided to pull it anyways. I don't know. She went to jail, jail for 12 months for driving drunk twice. And this fucking dude molests 36 underage girls and he goes to jail work release for the Mm -hmm. same amount of time. And I believe it was a non-prosecution agreement. So I don't even think that he admitted guilt. No. So it wasn't like a plea deal. Mm -hmm. And do you know who the judge was that sentenced him? Who was it? Alexander Acosta. I don't know who that is. Okay. He was like best friends with Donald Trump. No. And like to this day, I mean, not anymore because he resigned like two weeks ago he was Trump's Secretary of Labor. Oh my God. Up until two weeks ago when um, Epstein got arrested again and he was forced to resign. Because he's a fucking piece of shit. This is why Judge Judy should be the only judge in America. I fully support that. <laughs> oh my God. She would have fucking locked him up for life. Right. She doesn't give a fuck. And then he also, like, got some house release or house arrest thing. But the home was where all this shit was going on. So, like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. 
house arrest doesn't do shit when like you're having underage girls delivered to to your house. Mm-hmm. I would argue that he should be house arrested. I don't know to like a normal fucking house and make yeah. him live in in a fucking three bedroom, one and a half bath fucking normal house oh, in Kansas. <laughs> He can yeah. live in my van. Yeah. You have to live in a van now, Mr. <laughs> Epstein. Um, oh, my Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Okay. So his cell was unlocked at all times, and they installed a TV with satellite cable in his cell. And he was by himself. He didn't even have a cellmate. Dude, this sounds so. like... this. Does this not sound like your life? Like, oh, I got to go work 13 hours today. Then I go home and I watch TV. Like... Yeah. I, how is that jail? Mm-hmm. Like it's bullshit. Ugh, fuck this man. Okay, so there were a bunch of civil cases. A lot of the girls had to go under Jane Doe because they were underage and they were threatened by his people, so they could not come forward. So there's oh dozens God. of Jane Doe um, accusations against him. And there were a few brave women that did come forward. There was one girl, her name was Virginia. Um, I'm not sure how to pronounce her last name. It's G-I-U-F-F-R-E. Oh, um, she was someone from a different country who Epstein had bought as a sex slave from her parents. Stop it. Yeah. This is, this is the thing that's happening in the world because we're normal <laughs> people, so we don't know that this happens it is just normal for there a certain economic level of person to go hey can you get me a girl and then he has people that can buy him a girl yeah and he was when she was bought she was 15 but i believe she was 17 when she finally got someone to come forward for her yeah because she's in another country her parents sold her she is the least likely to come forward because she has no like it's not like she can run home to her family She's stuck. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then he got out because, of course, he did. And he kept doing the same shit over and over again. Like he was building wealth and he was molesting underage girls. But during do what? Oh, has he ever been caught for financial crimes or all of his crimes were sex crimes? Um, I believe he was only prosecuted for sex crimes, but that's all I did research on. Okay. I'm just curious because like with someone like this, sometimes with predators, they get persecuted. Like the, the fucking um, Lou Pearlman guy, like he never was charged with sex crimes, but he was charged on his financial crimes. They were able to prove those more easily, which is shitty, but like any fucking way to shut him down and lock him up. But they oh, were the instinct to- guy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But like this guy, they he wasn't he wasn't uh caught for any or prosecuted for any of his financial crimes, just his sex crimes. Yeah. And he was also investing like a substantial amount of money into gravity research, eugenics, and transhumanism. Hey, those are uh booming industries. Yeah. But like whenever billionaires invest into things, it's always an investment for like them, you know? Oh, like if they're investing in gravity, they're going to figure out how to use gravity towards their advantage. As crazy as that sounds Mm -hmm. like that's what they're doing. 
Yeah, and billionaires love transhumanism because like their their lives are so good. Like, of course, they want to have like some form of their consciousness extended for forever. Versus mm-hmm. like working class people are like, yeah, no, I can die. Yeah, I don't want to do like, this forever. Have you seen on The Handmaid's Tale? Yeah, he had one of those. One of what? A handmaid? No, uh, like ranch. He was trying to start up one in New Mexico. No. Yeah. Um, what do you mean? I'm reading from the Wikipedia page right now. Uh-huh. It says it was reported in August 2019 that Epstein had planned to seed the human race with his DNA by impregnating up to 20 women at a time using his New Mexico compound as the baby ranch where mothers would give birth to his offspring. That's disgusting. He is a cult leader. Yeah. Like he's signing, he's having people sign over power of attorney. He's taking over, like he's taking charge of other people's lives and he's trying to seed. That's what all those fucking cult leader dudes do is they mm-hmm. like, uh, they just want to get everyone pregnant with their baby to carry on their legacy. Cause they're so fucking great. I just, I hate everything. I hate everything. Fuck this guy. That's disgusting. Yeah. Okay, so he was friends with Bill Clinton, Donald Trump, Harvey Weinstein. Oh, of course. Um, Prince Harry? No, not Prince Harry. He's too good. What's the name of that man? Which I'm about guy? To up right now. Uh, Prince Andrew. Oh. No, Prince Harry is a wonderful man. I have nothing ill to say about Prince Harry. Yeah, Prince Andrew is um, a weirdo. That's yeah, all I he's know. the Duke of York, but he was like coming over to Epstein's house on the regular when these girls were present. Ugh. So, yeah. And recently he just got arrested again because he was running a sex trafficking rink that all these high powerful men were involved with. Epstein was. Yeah. And so how did this ring work? Like he's he has like a group of young people young women and he's bringing them to parties um he would bring them to the virgin islands on his private island and he would like have parties and things over there where does he store them the rest of the time does he house them do they they live with their fucking parents like i think they were living on the island oh my god because i believe all of them were sex slaves that were bought oh my god yeah but Okay, so everyone knows that he allegedly killed himself like a week ago, right? Yeah, allegedly. But then I, a lot of people are like, the Clintons did it. Yeah. Donald Trump even retweeted somebody's theory that said Bill Clinton was behind it. Which is really? fucking crazy that the president of the United States is allowed to tweet things like that. It is. Also, like, listen, Trump's full of shit uh, and he's a mudslinger, but also like he has intimate firsthand knowledge of the situation so yeah you you have to go maybe he does know something like he he knows these people well enough to know if they do these things or are capable of these things yeah i saw this joke that was like trump needs a finsta (laughs) like you know what a finsta is yeah yes Yeah, they were like, Trump needs a fence, though, because, like, the leader of the United States of America should not be tweeting out things like this. Yeah, like, everyone everyone needs a fence, so you have a place to bury your darker thoughts. Or, yeah. Like, yeah, you're less, let's say, 
political or socially acceptable things to say. Um, yeah. All my Finsta posts are like, I'm about to get high as fuck tonight, or like, I want to kill myself. <laughs> like, yeah, there is that, no in between. That's, um, that's, that, that, are, those are the things that you say on a Finsta because, you know, one day you're going to be trying to get a job and people are going to Google your real name and like, they, they don't want to find bad stuff. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I, listen, I, I unfortunately have put out a lot of music and, um, explicit art under my real name and it's out there in the ether i have no control over it it will perhaps hinder me at some point in the future when seeking employment um but it is what it is uh, yeah it is what it is <laughs> uh you know I, w- I would like to think one day i could become successful on my own terms and be rewarded mm-hmm. for who i am um but like i have a friend who um became a flight attendant recently and uh, before knowing her and watching her go through the process, I had interviewed with a couple airlines and I never made it to a second round of interviews. And so when she made it through, she was telling me at training, they went to see this um, room. I'm not going to say what airline she works for, but uh, they have a oh, room. Oh, say it. Um, she works for Southwest. and okay. so- Southwest because it's like employee like it's union and it's employee owned. Um, mm-hmm. They are even more controlling for some. I don't know. They're very controlling about the image towards the public. They're very strict on social media, and they have a room at their headquarters called the Waterfall where it's just screens like floor to ceiling screens uh, where uh, a group of employees constantly all day run through their employee and they have you know thousands of employees they run through employees social media looking Mm -hmm. for breaches of like policy or like morals or whatever and so it's like creepy to think okay well in order to to keep my job i need to make sure i'm super squeaky clean and no one tags me in anything that could be against company policy because there is a room of people and they call it a waterfall because like the screens are just scrolling constantly through the social media and so every time she's like oh my god I would love you would be so good at this job I would love for you to come fly with me blah 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 I'm like 98% chance I am not passing their social media oh that sounds like the worst job ever just to to go to some random person's social media accounts yeah, and look for like, you know, someone saying I got to go dab or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like those um Facebook moderators. Did you ever read that article? Mm-mm. Where like the Facebook moderators were getting PTSD? Um, no. If you can find that and send that to me, I would love it because um, a chef at one of my old jobs, his ex-wife uh interviewed to work for a company we have out here it's not called facebook it's called something else yeah it's a third party company but what they are is facebook moderators and mm-hmm. um they they pay very well it's like close to 20 dollars an hour and benefits um you know which is really good for a job that doesn't require uh education or anything Um, but you have to, you basically look at everything that was flagged all day and Mm -hmm. it includes like child porn and like, it's just a lot of explicit stuff. And his wife like went to the interview and they kind of showed her like what the job was like. And she's just was like, she was shook just from going to the office and seeing what they do. She's like, I can't take this job. I can't 
see that stuff all day. No fucking yeah. way. I'll text you the um, article. And they also did a video on it. Mm-hmm. But like this was a third party as well. But they lied to the employees and told them they were doing like business advertisement for companies. But they were really just like moderating Facebook's flagged content. Okay, that's probably exactly what it is out here then. That's yeah. Yeah. But like it was fucking crazy because they had to see the same video over and over again because 10 employees had to flag it as like not allowed before it could be taken off. Oh, dude. I can't. (sighs) There was like this one story where it was like an ex military officer and he was okay with seeing like people get killed, but like not okay with seeing animals get killed. Mm-hmm. And he, like, fucking snapped and killed himself, like, in the parking lot. No way. Yeah. Like, it's fucking crazy. Um, I believe it, because, like, so I made, like, a Finsta uh, for feet pics, because I heard, like, you know, oh, people sell feet pics. You can, you know, sell, make money off of feet pics. And so yeah. um, I joined this group of your mom's house listeners, mommies, who were trying to get in on the foot game and, like, mm-hmm. made accounts and were, like, sharing tips on how to sell feet pics uh i was unsuccessful at it but um in creating this account and like you have to follow other you know foot fetish accounts whatever um on my feed this picture came up that was like multiple pictures like in a collage of different little kids feet like tickling this grown man's face and so it's just kids feet but like it was even that was like so upsetting. Like I flagged it. I sent it to, you know, Instagram or whatever being like, this is not okay. But like, even Mm -hmm. that, like just the fact that it exists upsets me. And the fact that like it broke through into my bubble and like, I saw it was like, it was so upsetting. I was shook just from like that. Um, On Instagram, you can't even post a female nipple, but you can post child pornography. Well, like, it what was the fuck? it was flagged and taken down. They were like, "Thank you so much for yeah. alerting us. This does, in fact, violate uh, the rules of the world." Um, and yeah, it was. Uh, it, so I cannot imagine that being my job every day, and then like going home and trying to like, I don't know, just like have dinner. <laughs> yeah, Ugh, I mean, God. I also tried to sell feet pics, but it's like the hardest thing ever. It's not as easy as people make it sound. No, they're like, everyone's making money off feet. And then it's like the people who were making really good money are ones who like are showing their face and stuff. Yeah. And you have to like flirt with the men, which like yes. I'm not down with, you know? Yeah. It's like, a it's lot crazy. of like, it's a lot of like texting and building fake relationships and like, well, and yeah. I'm like, dude, that's too much to do to make five bucks. Like, mm-hmm. I never mind. Never yeah. fucking mind. Um, um so, how far along are you in Euphoria? Uh, I've only seen the first episode. I know. Okay, no, worst. you're good. No, there's this thing where like Cat, she like becomes an online dominatrix. Yeah, and she's like a cash master, and like that's my dream. Oh yeah, you just like sit in front of a computer and like be mean to rich men, and they just send you hundreds of dollars. That is um, everyone's dream. Um, also, if you tell them they have small dicks, they will give you money. It's a thing called small yeah. penis humiliation. Um, mm-hmm. 
and uh yeah the we want dudes with small dicks and big wallets and then he goes, your dick is so tiny you don't deserve to have money or whatever yeah um, that's like but, all in the show yeah uh like, euphoria I cannot, is not playing around um i'm gonna get caught up uh probably this week we'll see we'll see what i'm doing um yeah. but yeah so jeffrey epstein is a fucking monster and mm-hmm. he uh, gets out of jail and then keeps doing what he's doing. And then he's busted recently because he has a sex trafficking ring. Yeah. And, and do you think so? He was about to be prosecuted for all these sex crimes. And yeah. because these wealthy, powerful people have been flying to his island and fucking young kids, like the likelihood is high that. Yeah either he killed him like it people do kill themselves to avoid having to testify or being prosecuted like people do yeah. that where they go okay this is there's nowhere to go like i do but, like to- his death was like super shady yeah because when well, they put him in a cell with like this ex-police officer mm-hmm. who looks like the incredible hulk like this dude was massive and they put him in a cell with him to intimidate him and then he was, like, speaking with his lawyers on the regular, and he was, like, smiling and, like, all happy and was like, oh, I'll see you next week. Like, he wasn't exemplifying suicidal tendencies. Uh, yeah, the, the only, so I kind of liken it to people who, like, in war, um, when they're captured, they take a cyanide capsule so they can't be tortured to reveal secrets. So, like... Yeah. I won't totally write off that he did kill himself, like for those reasons. Um, mm-hmm. But also, yeah, it, it, some sort of murder because they said, like, even though he, like, he was just taken off suicide watch, um, mm-hmm. and the cameras in his jail cell happened to not be working or something yeah. when he and killed his himself. Two guards that were like assigned to watch him at all times were taking a nap at the exact same time. Like, during the middle of the day. Yeah, which a lot of that can just be, like, uh, institutional incompetence. Um, Yeah. So, again, like, we can't totally say, you know, that this isn't the the official account isn't the true account. um, Because, Mm -hmm. listen, there is a lot of incompetence inside of every organization. Um, Yeah. I just think about like the employees at your work and the stupid fucked up lazy shit they do. And then yeah, yeah like people who work in jails do those things too. Uh, I oh, work all of my Twitter followers know about my stupid employees. Yeah. I worked at a place for a year that um, could not fix their fucking coffee machine. Like, mm-hmm. and this is a large corporation with money. And I was like, you need to get a $300 like service visit because our espresso machine is broken. You need to get it serviced. And mm-hmm. corporate wouldn't approve fixing the coffee machine. And so they would neither take coffee off of the menu, nor would they fix the coffee machine. And so like we had made like a bootleg pour over apparatus for people who ordered coffee. And, um, I just am like, this went on for a year. So, like, yeah. it could be very likely that this stupid fucking jail, like, the camera always had issues. And they were, like, you know, writing corporate to be like, can you fix this? And corporate's like, show us proof that there's problems. And then it has to go back and forth for yeah. a fucking year. And it never gets fixed. I mean, he could have killed himself. Like, he obviously wasn't in, 
like the best place. Mm-hmm. But he was taking off of Suicide Watch after being on it for two weeks, which like two weeks in prison is not going to like brighten someone's outlook on life, you know? Yeah. Also, yeah, just don't take him off of Suicide Watch. Yeah, and he also, like the autopsy report, found that his hyoid bone in his neck was broken. Mm-hmm. And that's the bone around a man's Adam's apple. And those almost never happen in hangings. They happen in homicidal strangulation. Was his um, cellmate in the cell with him when he killed himself? Um, I don't believe so. But also the cameras were turned off. So, so who knows? Know. Yeah. So probably... Like, some orders came down on high, like, hey, take this dude off suicide watch. And then, like, the, like, lower-ranking employees on the ground level are like, I don't fucking know. They said take him off suicide watch. That's what the higher-ups say. We gotta do it. I mean, this man had so much dirt on so many powerful men. Mm -hmm. And he was running a human trafficking sex rink. And Mm -hmm. he just happens to end up dead weeks before he's going to testify on the men who were in the sex rink. Yeah. It just seems shady. It is shady because he, listen, he has, and we're going to get into it because I'm going to come on your show and do an episode about uh, Johnny Gosh and like this kid who says like, no, I was, I helped kidnap Johnny Gosh. Um, I was part of this sex trafficking ring and they like took us to these rich people parties, like blah, blah, blah. And when he's talking, it sounds insane, right? Yeah. Like, and I've seen some videos, uh, this one lady who says she was like part of a sex trafficking ring and they used MK Ultra on her. And she's like, yeah, I was at a party and like sh- Trump was there and Clinton was there. And like, mm-hmm. she she's out of her fucking mind because like she... People are like, oh, she's schizophrenic, she's crazy, whatever. But, like, also, if those things happened, like, she would be very damaged from them. So, like, a lot of these kids who have been abused severely have um, disassociative identity disorder. So, like, people Mm -hmm. don't believe them because they say they're crazy. But, like, what they experienced made them crazy. Like, it's very common to develop disassociative identity disorder when you experience severe trauma but like these accounts coming out of like people saying yeah i was sex trafficked like i i i sucked off this powerful dude like Mm -hmm. blah 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 like it it is happening and here it is we have somebody who was the engineer behind it it's not some you know quote-unquote crazy person who claims to have been a victim of it it is the engineer of it and he's in jail like he's gotta go yeah. Those secrets have to times, die with him. Yeah, for sure. And at the time I was doing my research, his death wasn't officially ruled as a suicide. But yesterday, the coroner did report that it was, in fact, a suicide that killed him. Hmm. But, like, the coroner works for the government, so. Yeah. You know. uh, I've definitely seen enough true crime things where the coroner was, you know, swayed to put down something, put down a ruling uh, that wasn't necessarily proven. Yeah. So. Oh. I don't know. It's crazy. And it's so terrible that these children had to live through this and that they're never going to get their day in court against their abuser. Well, like and this I- man, like, is dead. Like, he's not going to rot in prison, which he deserves to, you know? Well, and the thing is, like, child sex trafficking doesn't die with him, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he happens to be in 
a crazy wealthy person who's crazy connected who was doing this high level sex trafficking but like there are i'm sure people in his shadows like who are going to pick up where he left off because like his his like helpers his associates he wasn't doing this alone he's a businessman all they fucking do is delegate they don't do anything themselves so like the people who were doing this for him i'm sure are going to pick up and continue his operation um and if not there are other operations happening and other ones that are going to rise up in the ashes of this because like when the demand is there like people will uh, rise to meet it because money because people love money so much because money is so great and it apparently is more important than children um Mm -hmm. and that is what is insane to me um i just like i want all of these people to be taken out by angry parents with shotguns uh yeah because it is i'm so mad uh who was the man who that father tried to attack in court it was the gymnastics girls yeah larry nasser yeah fuck him yeah fuck him he's a demon um a my mom had a friend who uh her daughter was molested in daycare like at five years old, she was molested by, it was like a daycare run by a husband and wife. And the husband was doing the molesting, but the wife was like helping or supporting it. And mm-hmm. their poor five-year-old daughter was molested. Um, no. In in a way, like in a physically damaging way to the point where she can't have children. Like she was like injured. What um, the fuck? Severely. And so... Uh, the mom of that daughter, her husband, who was the stepdaughter, stepdad to the five-year-old, um, the stepdad uh, went uh, went to the daycare and he um, tried to kill the couple. He he killed the husband. He died, but the mm-hmm. wife he she she didn't die. Uh, he didn't he made he didn't make sure she was dead. She survived. So then she was yeah. able to say this guy did it. Um, and he's in jail now for what he did. And of course, like the mom of the daughter is like, he's my hero. Like, I can't mm-hmm. wait till he gets out. Like he, he killed these monsters. Like the only thing he did wrong was not make sure that that fucking bitch died. Yeah. Um, and man, that man's out here doing the Lord's work. Yeah. Like seriously, because like if they did it, the understanding is if they did it to their daughter, that's mm-hmm. not the only child that they have done it to. And like, yeah. he was like, the buck stops here. They're, they gotta go. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it just upsets me. It just upsets me that like people, I, just like, if you're a monster, if you have like impulses to hurt other people, let alone children, just kill yourself first. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Just kill. Mm-hmm. If you if you want suicide is a very valid option if you are f- so fucked up that you think that you need to like prey upon other people and prey upon children. You know what's a good option instead of molesting children? Killing yourself. It just is. I'm very pro suicide yeah. in that regard. Mm-hmm. No, I feel that. Yeah, we don't need to but worry about rehabilitation. Like, do what? I said, we don't need to worry about rehabilitation. Like, you can just go. Your time here on Earth is done. Bye. Oh, I feel that. (laughs) But I'm also, like, pro-suicide, like, in the way that the government should be able to give people, like, assisted suicide to whoever wants it. Oh, 100%. I think that it's, like, like, people... 
how do I say this without coming off as crazy? People maybe put too much of a value on human life of like mm-hmm. where they're like, if someone is suffering, they want that person to continue suffering so that they get to, ha- so that they don't have to say goodbye. Um, yeah. And I'll use the analogy of, I've known people who've had like very sick dogs, like these people I know, I love them. They're great. I love them. But like, they had a dog that had cancer and they put this fucking dog through chemo for over a year. It was doing acupuncture. And like the last like month and a half, the dog was around. It had two broken legs because it had like bone cancer. So like this fucking dog couldn't walk. It has cancer. Mm -hmm. It it has two broken legs and they are keeping it alive and like carrying it with its broken legs outside so it can go to the bathroom. And then it's just laying on a bed all day in pain. There's no fucking reason for that. Put your fucking dog down. Like it's selfish to keep your dog around, even though it's miserable because you aren't ready to say goodbye. Um, and so I, I have a, another friend who, He's a scientist and one of his scientist buddies got brain cancer. And yeah. th- this is was devastating because like dude is like his identity is is his mind, right? And he doesn't want to lose his mind. And so the but he like took care of his friend as his friend was dying and the buddy said, "When my mind starts to go, I am not going to be able to kill myself." Um, so you are going to need to do it for me because I don't want to be like some weird drooling vegetable. Like, yeah, that's not me. And so the friend one night turned to him and said, like, it's time. Like, you have to you have to do it. And um, my friend, he he's, couldn't do it. He's like, I wasn't ready to say goodbye to my friend. I couldn't. He, he told me it was time and I wasn't able to help him kill himself. And the next morning he goes, he was gone. Like, it was like he knew the next morning he was like, he was like, you know, retarded and he was shitting himself. And I, it took me a week to break up or like work up the courage to be able to hold a pillow over his face. And he's like, that week haunts me because like my friend's one wish was that he not be reduced to that state. And because I couldn't help him he was like that for a week and that was the one thing he didn't want and so like he it haunts him and i just am like yeah it's it is selfish to ask people to suffer because you aren't ready to say goodbye if somebody says i'm done let him be done damn sydney i wasn't ready for that (laughs) you weren't ready for that (laughs) no i wasn't ready to hear that shit was that damn, that was bad? That's really I should have said. <laughs> yeah. No, you're good, but damn. Yeah, it's that's I, a listen, lot. De- death and dying are weird and sad, and it's hard. And like, I haven't dealt with a lot of it firsthand. Uh, I had one friend die of cancer, and I had one friend die of suicide, and that was mm-hmm. very, very hard. Like both of them, um, because both of them were so young, and like. I don't think ready to go, but like I have dealt with it in terms of like having to put my dogs down and being like, man, this dog could theoretically live, you know, six months, a year longer, but it's not going to be good for the dog and it's not going to be good for me. And like, I, I tend to pull the plug a little bit early because like, I just think that the suffering is maybe unnecessary. So, um, I don't know. 
Yeah. No, what what the that. fuck do I know? What the fuck do I know? I'm just some no, idiot in the garage. I wrote this essay in high school and like it got a lot of backlash because I went to like a private Christian school. Mm-hmm. But I was abdicating that um, medically assisted suicide shouldn't only be for terminally ill physical patients, but it should also be allowed for people who are mentally ill who choose that. Yes. So people who have like severe depression or like severe anxiety that don't want to live anymore, mm-hmm. instead of like taking the suicide into their own hands, they should be allowed to like choose to be medically suicided. Yeah, in a safe and uh, like um because when you suicide yourself, like it's not always guaranteed it's going to work. Mm-hmm. Or that it will be without suffering. And so, like, medically assisted suicide would is a humane way to allow people to kill themselves. But I'm sure people did not agree to it because people don't see mental illness as, like, a, uh, a chronic illness or a terminal illness. But it is. Yeah. Um, and so, how did people react to your paper? I mean, I, like, I called in the office, and they were, like, like, you can't say this, like, all that. But that wasn't my first time, like, (laughs) (laughs) I was in, like, seventh grade learning about 9-11, being, like, Dick Cheney was behind it all, like, jet fuel can't melt steel beams. So, this was not my first interaction. (laughs) Yeah, it was not your first rodeo. (laughs) Um, It's uncomfortable, I think, for people to hear, especially people who haven't, um, struggled with mental illness or haven't been very close to someone who has but like I have definitely reached points in my life where like in my journey with depression where I've been like if it's this forever that I'm not doing it because it's because it's exhausting and um my mom uh was a psych nurse at the state mental hospital and so like she dealt with the because it's very hard to institutionalize people let alone long term so like the patients Mm -hmm. that she had were fucked up like because it takes a lot to have someone yeah institutionalized for life these days and Mm -hmm. yeah you reach a point where you're like yeah there isn't a cure or a treatment for this so like how is what this patient is going through mentally any different than somebody who is like confined to a bed in chronic pain their bones break if they you know move like it they are in my mind comparable experiences um and i think people who haven't suffered from a mental illness can't understand how like a mental state is chronic suffering and like mental illness often is terminal in the way that like people end up like homeless and they die on the streets or they you know get into fights and are like killed in bar fights or they get killed in drug deals or drug overdoses like mentally ill people have a higher mortality rate because the mental illness leads them into situations that are more risky and they do die younger so like yeah mental illness is a terminal condition for many severe patients and so like Mm -hmm. if someone is able to rationally say like i am suffering and i have exhausted all resources my suffering has not ended i don't know but these are things that i shouldn't say because people interpret them as like encouraging suicide which i do not but you know it's it's rational i think it's rational to kick around those ideas you know what i'm saying 
Oh man, these AirPods are dying on you like crazy. Yeah, I've washed them in the washer a couple of times. <laughs> Stop it. That's because you forget them in your pocket. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm old and I have a hard time with, uh, I don't have AirPods. I have like a bootleg $17 thing. I can't keep that shit charged. It's complicated. I'm a cord person. Give me a cord. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. But yeah, that was some heavy topics today. That was some heavy topics. Um, like, so if I you think we said what needed to be said, you know. Yeah, and if you have some Epstein-like tendencies, if you feel like you want to molest people, we definitely think you should kill yourself. Yeah, fucking kill yourself. <laughs> um, did you listen to that last podcast episode when they were talking about people with pedophilic tendencies seeking um therapy? Uh, probably. Um. Is it, it's an older one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was like 2015. Yeah. But they were saying how like people who have never molested children, but they have pedophilic ideologies and tendencies and they're seeking help, but they can't find like a therapist that will work with them. Yeah. Therapists won't treat them. Um, and it's partially like a training thing. Like, I don't want to blame mm-hmm. the therapist. Like, the, it's not just the therapist going, yuck, I don't want to treat you. It's that, like, there isn't a lot of research and training. So, the therapist will do what a good doctor does and say, this is outside of my scope of practice. Um, and so, yeah, they can't seek treatment. There's, thank God for the internet, because there are, you know, online forums, um, where they can seek support and stuff. Cause I, I listened to a different show where this kid was saying, yeah, like at the age of 12, I started being attracted to like six year olds and I knew something was wrong and I sought out the internet and through the internet, he actually was able to find a therapist to see, but like, yeah, it's got to suck to have a condition where you're like, listen, I don't want to have this. Like, I don't yeah. want, I don't want to feel this way, but I do. And then there's no therapy that therapist that knows how to treat you. That's, that's gotta be terrible. Yeah, for sure. Um, like, I can't even imagine. Yeah. It's, we had in the early days of this show, cause we were dealing with different, you know, philias. Um, I had put that on the list. Like, can we talk about pedophilia and like the different theories, people who think it's just another sexual orientation. People think, you know, it's something went wrong in programming, whatever. Mm -hmm. And she was kind of like uncomfortable with the topic because like, it's not really something either of us wanted to research, obviously. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, because yeah because you know much like the industry of psychology that hasn't researched it uh much like yeah it's yucky who wants to delve into researching that but like yeah someone was gotta. listening to one episode the other night while i was going to sleep and then i woke up to the incest episode and i was like this isn't how i wanted to start my day but here we are dude that episode has <laughs> Uh, it's like I, it's maybe our highest uh, listened to episode. It's really re- yeah, um, uh, which is weird. But I think it's just because it is a taboo, so there aren't a mm-hmm. lot of podcasts out there who've covered it. Um, so yeah. people turn to us. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we tried to make it fun. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, y'all are out here like 
I mean, I'm not searching incest podcast, but I'm sure there's not very many episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, uh, yeah, that one brought in a lot of listeners, but some of them stuck around, which is cool. They were like, all right, I came for the incest. I stayed for the laughs. Um, and yeah. they're, they're still on board, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, anything else, I guess? We covered Epstein. Yeah, we pretty much covered it at all. All right. Well, happy hump day, everyone. Yeah, happy hump day. <laughs>